Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the RotoWire DFS podcast brought to you by FantasyDraft.com. Use the promo code ROTOSCORE for a 100% deposit bonus over at FantasyDraft.com. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Thursday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, RotoWire, and as a featured writer on the DraftKings Playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. Benicio, welcome to another fine day of Fantasy DFS NBA action. Yeah, there's uh, you know, last day of the year for it too. This Thursday is uh New Year's Eve. So this is the last chance we all have to, you know, either make some money or get some more losses to uh, you know, lower our taxable income on the, the winnings <laughs> we have from this year. So either way it'll be uh, you know, positive, I think. Well, it it will be positive provided you don't get um arrested uh, in in between now and the and the rest of the show. Are you going to be okay? I know a Bales bondman on the East Coast. Yeah, there's, you know, we, uh, you know, as you as you guys know, uh, the police station is literally right down the block from my house. So every once in a while in the middle of the show, you'll hear police sirens. But I am snug in my room right now doing this uh, podcast. So as far as I know, I haven't broken any laws recently. So I think I should be all right. All right. So, you know, we have... Um... You know, the next 30 minutes between Benny, between now and then before uh, Benny catches a case, 
potentially. Yeah. So we might as well uh, get this show started here. And we've got to let you know that the Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher. So if you get a chance to rate or review us, please go ahead and do so. And don't forget to share and subscribe. We will kick the six-game slate off here, Benny. We're, and here's a quick rundown for you. we got Milwaukee at Indiana, Minnesota at Detroit, Golden State Warriors um, playing back-to-back games, both which um, I'm going to predict that Steph Curry misses here at Houston. That it's a road-traveling game, battling that calf injury. Phoenix, interesting situation they have without Eric Bledsoe for the rest of the season. Could be some opportunity on the road in a high-paced game. Probably, um, I don't know, who who scores more points in your game? A little, little uh, side-bet action here. Golden State-Houston, or Golden State at Houston, or Phoenix at OKC? Um, I'm going to say Golden State-Houston because I think both of those teams have a chance to score a lot of points. Yeah, the interesting dynamic between the two is like you unplug Steph Curry out of this group and you unplug Eric Bledsoe, two monsters for both teams, you know. So um, we'll see if they can keep the pace up there. It'll be interesting to see how the totals pop up um, when those actually post tomorrow. As you always know, we record the show about 36 hours in advance. So we do the best that we can. We sort of have to predict the totals and predict the prices, um, and we'll um, predict who we think is going to be the best options. L.A. Clippers at New Orleans. Uh, Pelicans there as well, 435 start time. And then we wrap out uh, wrap up the slate here. Um, with the latest game for the day, Portland at Utah. So we'll start at the point guard position like we always do, Benny. Let's talk about your top cash and GPP options for Thursday. Okay, well, I mean, I think the first thing we got to talk about is the potential injury news. So you kind of hit on the one earlier in the show with Steph Curry already. Um, If Steph is out, obviously we're all going to be looking to play um, Sean Livingston in this game. He's he's somebody that on the Wednesday slate is going to be incredibly highly owned with Steph definitely being out. Steph is projected to return, but I kind of agree with, you know, your take on it earlier. I mean, if you're sitting him on Wednesday, you're probably not playing him. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're sitting him to, to play him on the Thursday. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But if he's out, Livingston is definitely going to be the top chalk value option. He's still incredibly cheap. He'll see 30-plus minutes, and, and he'll probably give you a really good fantasy score and a great return. So that's the first thing we got to talk about. We also may have Damian Lillard out as well. He hasn't played much in the last week. Um, you know, C.J. McCollum, who we'll get to when we talk to shooting guards, is, a, is the swerve there. But without those two high-priced guys, the only, you know, two high-priced guys you really have left are the two guys who I kind of like today. I like Russell Westbrook going up against Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix has given up some big games to point guards. We know that, you know, Eric Bledsoe's out, so he's probably going to see some Brandon Knight defense. Russ has been putting up big numbers. Phoenix plays at a high pace. This should be a high-scoring game. Uh, I think he's definitely somebody you got to look at. Chris Paul is also a viable option. New Orleans is another team that's been bad at defending point guards. And, you know, with Blake Griffin out, you know he's been taking on a little more of the scoring role. He actually had a bad game last time out, but before that he was putting up, you know, 5x or more pretty much consistently on a, you know, nightly basis. So I think he'll get back on track. Not too worried about that. Now at the low end, there's a couple guys who are interesting. You know, Drew Holiday supposedly had his minutes limit, um, you know, lifted. But he's still not playing. He's still only playing like 25, 27 minutes, which is basically what he was playing when he had the minutes limit. So I don't really see how that has been a restriction lifted if you're not going to give the guy any more time. But he's somebody who's been putting up, you know, 30 fantasy points or so and doing it at like, you know, 5,500 over on DraftKings. So he's been giving you a solid 5, 6x return. And then the guy who is my punt play for the day, um, with Alex Burks out now, and especially if Favor stays out and you know, Gobert stays out. I think you can look at a guy like Trey Burke. He had a pretty solid game last time out. 
still only playing about 24, 25 minutes, but he's getting a lot more shots now. He took 15 shots in the last game, had 14 two games ago. So he's starting to look for his offense a little more. And at a price of only 4000 which is what he's down to on DraftKings, I think there's a lot of upside for him at that price. So he would be the one cheap option who I'm kind of looking at at the, uh, you know, at the low end, unless we get the Steph news. And then obviously, you know, Livingston is the cheap option that you're going to be rolling with on Thursday. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense overall for, for your lineups there. Why don't you get your quick take here on um, like the level of production or the trustworthiness of Michael Carter-Williams. Uh, had a very nice performance uh, in, in a, what was supposed to be a tough matchup against uh, Russell Westbrook. I mean, they did play at a, at a ridiculous breakneck pace, but he almost tripled doubles here. 19-9-9, hit a tray. There are two steals. There are 47 fancy points. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah, that's the best performance of, of, of the season for him. He has hit 40 fancy points, um, let's see here, in three of the fast past five games. did pop up with two little duds here um, against Toronto and, and and Dallas. So, But aside from that, you know, like this, I know that you can't do this, but let's cover up those last two games. Here's the price tag, price tag payoff: seven x, six point six, seven point one, six point seven, five point four, six point five, six point seven. Then a little bit of a dud against Toronto. Kyle Lowry defense we know is good. The two, you know, just fifteen fancy points, and pops up with seven point three against great, um, you know, Chris Paul defense there. And then you know, skip over Damian Lillard and six point three x. The guy has been remarkably consistent, and I, I think producing at like a, at a cash and GPP level here of late. Now it is a tougher you know defensive matchup in um, Indiana and George Hill, but it, in spots it hasn't mattered. It, has, it didn't matter against Russell Westbrook, and it didn't matter against Chris Paul, and it also didn't matter against Golden State and Steph Curry defense, you know, or Golden State defense in general as well. So he's been making some serious hay here. What are your thoughts on Michael Carter Williams? Yeah, I think he's definitely a guy that you can look at and is viable. Um, the big thing to me, and this is kind of why I'm, I'm okay with using Carter Williams, if you look at O.J. Mayo, his minutes played have really been coming down a little bit. So here's a guy that, you know, two weeks ago when Jason Kidd was, you know, coaching and, and was still, uh, you know, tinkering and changing his lineups on a daily basis like he had been, you know, you had been seeing Mayo getting 30, 30-plus 30 minutes. Now that, you know, ever since Kidd has gone out to get a surgery – you know, you've started to see Carter Williams be the guy who's getting 30, 30 plus minutes. And then, you know, Mayo picking up like 22, 25 as a guy who's backing up at the point guard and shooting guard spots. So if you're going to have the two of them kind of switching roles now, you know, I think that MCW is still cheap enough where he can give you some, you know, solid cash game safety with the points that he's going to get you and also give you that GPP upside. As you said, he's had, what, 40 something points in three of the last five. You know that's that's really good for a guy who's only around like six k in price. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think there's some some excellent value there. He's sort of just middle of the road type guy. You know, he's not Russell Westbrook. He's not Chris Paul. You know, at at at, at the very top, and he's not you know completely in value ten because he's sort of he's middle of the pack here in DraftKings at sixty seven hundred, but has been producing at a very strong pace there overall. Um, you know, George Hill it, it does have Indiana's point guard defense in the top five in the league, so there's that, that gives me a little bit of pause. Uh, but uh, aside from that, um, I'm, I'm going to be interested at minimum GPPs for Thursday's action, especially with just uh, six different games to, to choose from on, on the slate. All right, we're going to move on to the small forward position for Thursday's action. Let's talk about your cash and GPP options at this position. Yeah, I like, um, obviously, I and I say this all the time, you know, James Harden is head and shoulders the best shooting guard in the league. He's the only guy that can get you, you know, a, a consistently huge ceiling. So he's somebody that's viable. And I actually like him more without Steph Curry 
because Golden State's been blowing people out. But if you put in Livingston for Steph Curry, I think that makes them a little weaker. I don't think it makes them so weak that they can't still win games, but I think it makes them weak enough that they're not going to be winning games by 20 points on a daily basis. So I do think that Harden is going to be in play and viable in a game that should be fast-paced and high-scoring. Um, we alluded to it earlier, but the guy who I'm going to be spending down for, and it's kind of the reason why I think guys like Clay Thompson and Tyreek Evans might be good GPP plays because I think C.J. McCollum is going to draw so much attention at his price down there, especially if Lillard is out. I mean, this is a guy who put up 35 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists in his last game, and those are just absolutely huge numbers. With him playing the point guard spot, you know, you're getting the upside of basically rostering another point guard in the shooting guard spot, you know, a guy who's going to get you the assist as well as the points, and you know, he also adds in the rebounds and the defensive stats as well. So McCollum is one of my favorite plays, even going up against Utah. You know, again, you got to remember, Gobert is out for Utah, and Favors has been out too. So if you're going to be missing the two big trees down there, you know, they don't really have a rim protector anymore. So when C.J. McCollum hits to the basket, you know, he's probably going to have a good chance to finish off a lot of those plays. So I still like McCollum. I still think he's in a good spot. And then um, Chris Middleton, who we talked about before, He's been putting up big numbers, seeing a lot of minutes. You know, Indiana is not the greatest defensive team that we remember them from being in the past. They're playing at a little bit of a higher pace this year, so the score is up. You know, again, they're another one of those teams that went to, you know, like the, the two forward, two guard, and a, and a center kind of, you know, Golden State-ish, I guess, way of calling it, um, offensive philosophy. So they're playing faster, getting more shots up. That's going to translate into you know, probably more opportunities on the other end. So I do like a guy like Middleton. And then the cheap option who I've been looking at is uh, Rodney Hood. Again, we talked about Burks being out. That gives Hood a tick up. Um, You know, he's been okay, not great lately. I've kind of been expecting more out of him. But I do think he has a good matchup here against Portland. Portland's a high-paced team. You know, so I think that he'll be able to put up some points and uh, give you a good showing here as well. Yeah, um, CJ McCollum's been an absolute ham sandwich uh, there as well. A couple other, um, like you know, sort of curveball plays here is uh, whether or not what what to do uh, with with a guy like Alan Crabb here overall, who's like just sort of alternated between you know um, underwhelming performance, strong performance, just ten points against Sac in a you know one of the bit, uh, you know worst defensive teams at a shooting guard position. Then goes for twenty six and four against Cleveland. Then you know only scores twelve points in thirty one minutes of action. And then it's supposed to be a tougher matchup against Atlanta, but it is Kyle Korver defense at the shooting guard position there. So, you know, it goes for 7.3x with 19-4 and four, uh, and, and two assists there. So how do you treat uh, Alan Crabb in this spot for um, Thursday's action? Well, Crabb and Hood are basically the same price to me, and um, I think KCP is down there as well. And even Eric Gordon, who's a couple hundred bucks more. I would rather play Hood and Gordon than Alan Crabb, to be honest with you. I think he's a viable play. If you want to play him in a in a GPP, but I don't think he's somebody I'd look at for cash. You know, like I said, Eric Gordon. If you look at the numbers he's been putting up lately, he's like five hundred dollars more than Crab is right now. Like remember, Crab's not thirty four hundred dollars anymore. Like he was, you know, earlier last week when he was putting up some of those seven X games. He's up to like forty six hundred on DraftKings now. He's getting a little more expensive on Fantasy Aces and Fantasy Draft, and you know, even on FanDuel as well. So he needs to do a little more in order to make value. And like you were saying, he's been so erratic that I don't know if I can really count on him for consistent upside like that. So I'm not really on Crab all that much. I can understand why people would want to be. 
Um, but to me, if I'm looking for a cheap option, like a real dirt cheap option down there at the bottom, I'd rather take a guy like Devin Booker, who's cheaper on every single site and is going to be seeing big minutes now as he's taken over basically the shooting guard role with uh, Eric Bledsoe kind of out. Yeah, and you know, and I'm, I feel two ways about Devin Booker. I think he's GPP only for me, but he's worth a play. And I, but I feel like sort of for you know the the amount of service time and what you know, um, like overall offensive upside. I think I might prefer you know a guy like uh, T.J. Warren, who we can talk about at the small forward position over mm-hmm. Devin Booker. I'm actually fine with both plays because they're both cheap enough. Um, but that's something else to take a look at. And uh, another GPP fire that I also want some shares of too. J.J. Redick against New Orleans. We know that um, the L.A. Clippers is, are an absolute mess. They you know. Josh Smith is supposed to be their starting power forward right now, but he's, I don't know what he's done to Doc Rivers or, or what the situation hell is, but he DMP'd himself into, um, you know, the doghouse there for the Clippers, and they ended up starting uh, the Prince of Zamunda, Luke uh, Richard Bamute. So, um, yeah, that's that's what they're sort of looking at there. And then you've got that, that ugly four-man rotation with, you know, Paul Pierce and company playing at the small forward. So they need some definite scoring from their guards, and J.J. Reddick could be the guy to provide that. Um, New Orleans, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, not all the way to 12 this time. Seventh worst in fantasy points allowed to opposing. Sh- um, is that? Well, actually, I was looking at point guards. I apologize. There, if we flip over to um, the shooting guard position, fourth worst for the New Orleans Pelicans um, to uh, in terms of allowing fantasy points to uh, opposing shooting guards at that position. So definitely a good spot for J.J. Redick, him to um, you, you know be a nice GPP option. And the price is fairly reasonable at just a tad over 5k 5100 as of december 28th pricing all right before we move on to the small forward position there we have to let the fine listeners know that if you have not subscribed to rotowire.com and taken advantage and taken advantage of the free 10-day trial you could do so right now just go to rotowire.com slash pod get your free lineup optimizers for mlb nba nhl nfl college football and soccer Ultimate depth charts and customizable league projections. You want to know exactly how I knew that you know in this depth chart that you they would be going to somebody like uh, Ba Mute when they have no Blake Griffin when they had no have Josh Smith. It's all um, information that's updated to the minute on RotoWire.com. Available in the subscription, you can take advantage of that for free along with the top projections, the top plays, and the information that we use for this very podcast. So, RotoWire.com/pod free 10J trial. Take advantage. Let them know that Josh and Benny sent you. And we will move on to the small four position today for uh, Thursday's action here. Benny, let's talk about uh, your top options, some big boys up top, and some value options in the mix as well. Yeah, I really like um, you know Kevin Durant for cash games. He's basically put up – he's $10,000, so he's not cheap, but he's basically put up 50 fantasy points in the last five games that he's played. So if he's going to give you that kind of consistency, I really like it. I expect the game against uh, Phoenix to be high scoring. I expect it to be high-paced. And I'm not really all that impressed with P.J. Tucker defense. I think that the, you know, stigma of P.J. Tucker being a good defender is not really what we've seen borne out by the numbers of guys going up against them. So I'm not worried about him shutting down Durant at all. Durant looks to be, you know, back to that killer instinct guy that's putting up points, you know, posting up 18 feet from the basket, getting the ball turning, and then, you know, making his move to the hole. And, uh, you know, he looks really, really good lately. So I have no problem paying up for Durant, although I like doing it more in cash than I do in tournaments. Because at 10K, you know, you really need like a 70-point game out of him to give him upside, and he hasn't been doing that lately. He's been a consistent, like, 50-point-a-game guy, which I know is it might sound a little nitpicky, but let me explain to you why. Because another guy who I like is Gordon Hayward. Now, you got Hayward 
whether whether you have Favors or Gobert out or not, you know he's picking up a little bit more of the ball handling and shooting of um, you know that was given up by Alex Burke, who was the guy who was basically taking a little bit of the pressure off of him. So in his last two games since Burks has been out, you've seen Gordon Hayward put up over 40 fantasy points, which has given you 6x over on uh, you know on DraftKings. He's been giving you five and a half, six x over on FanDuel as well. Um, you know, putting up big scores on fan on fantasy drafts. So he's somebody that I think people tend to overlook going up against Portland. Portland's a team that you know basically we've been getting good fantasy scores against all season long. Uh, a little bit of a mess at small forward for them right now. Aminu seems to be losing some playing time. You know, you got guys like Mo Harkless getting more minutes now, and you know a whole bunch of other stuff that they're doing with that rotation. So. Gordon Hayward is the guy I like more for GPPs. You can get him closer to 7,000 and 10,000 you have to pay for Durant. And he's been getting you 40-plus fantasy points, so I think that's fine. And then another guy who I think we got to look at, you know, um, Giannis has been basically playing about 35 to 40 minutes in most of the recent games, especially since he came back from uh, missing that one game with, I think it was his knee that uh, that was hurting him. He's put up 40 fantasy points in two of the last four games since coming back from that injury. He only had 28 fantasy points in the other one of the other games, but he only played 28 minutes in that game. And then I don't know what happened in the Toronto game. He was just atrocious in that game. He didn't do much of anything. But, um, you know, like I said, a guy who can get you 6.6x and 6.5x in two of his last uh, four games is definitely somebody that's viable that you should consider for tournaments. So I think I'm going to be spending up here today. I like Durant and Cash. I don't hate uh, Giannis as a as a flyer for tournaments, and I think Gordon Hayward's probably going to be the guy I have the most exposure to. Yeah, I think Kevin Durant is a, a, a auto play too, especially with as young as they're going to go with this entire left. <coughs> I think you're going to see a, a, a full on like um, youth movement here with some of the guys with you know less minutes here for um, you know guys like Tyson Chandler and Markeith Morris, and more minutes for Lure, more minutes for. Um, you know, uh, TJ Warren, Devin Booker. So they're going to force to be forced to get the rookies, um, you know, baptized or acclimated into this offense. And that's why I do like TJ Warren. It's not the greatest matchup, obviously, against uh, Kevin Durant, but there's going to be there could be just so much high pace and scoring that he has potential to do um, something similar like he did against LeBron James, score for 23 uh, points, four threes, and five rebounds. So it does have the deep range. I think it may be actually be a little bit of a better deep shoe than Devin Booker, or at least shown so far in in, in the limited sample size. I could be definitely wrong about that. but So there's my flyer pick there as well. I'm with you on Kevin Durant, and I'm still off Paul George until he gets his act together. He's been in like a just a m- m- um, major, major slump overall, and it's nice that you've got the price under 9K, but he still hasn't been able to even crack 30 points in three of the past four contests. So, um, you know, Kevin Durant is going to be the lock talk play for me. Well, I, I like Giannis, and I'll pivot with TJ Warren for, for cheaper. All right, before we move on to the power forward position here as well, we have to let uh, you guys know here that if you haven't taken advantage of Fancy Draft's flexible lineup format just yet, they give you the freedom to choose just the players that you love to watch. Benny's mentioned a lot of these guys as potential options in your lineup for Thursday's action, and you can take advantage of that with the largest payout zone that gives you more chances to win. At least 25% of the price or more is being paid out in all their guaranteed contests. You never have to worry about competing against the same player hundreds of times because they set a 20-entry player cap in any contest. 
much put yourself in the best position to win. They love to rake, run rake-free contests as well, which gives you all the money going straight back to the players in the prize pool. And you can take advantage of one of the best deposit bonuses in the, in the uh, industry today by using the promo code ROTOSCORE for 100% deposit bonus on FantasyDraft.com. FantasyDraft.com, head over there now and find out why they put uh, players first today. That's promo code ROTOSCORE for 100% deposit bonus at FantasyDraft.com. All right, we are done paying that bill, and we're going to get into how we can help you pay some of your own bills in, the, in this DFS contest with some elite power forward plays for Thursday. So let's talk about what you got here, Benny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I absolutely love Draymond Green in this matchup. Houston's been the team that's been giving it up to power forwards all year long. Draymond, especially if Steph Curry's out. Like, listen, you know, I, I know Josh mentions this all the time, and I feel like people don't realize this. You want guys that are doing their job and also doing other jobs when you're looking for fantasy players. So what I mean by that is, you know, Draymond Green's a power forward. He'll score his points, he'll get his rebounds, but he's also in the top ten in the league in assists. Not assist as a power forward, just assist period in general, overall, every single player in the league, top ten in assists. So this is a guy that has multiple ways to get you fantasy points. He's a good defensive player. He picks up some blocks and steals for you. I think he's averaging over one and a half blocks and one and a half steals per game. So he's getting you at least three of those per game, which is an automatic six points added to his score as well. Uh, seven assists is basically what he's averaging right now. So that's another 10 points. So you're getting 16 points out of a power forward, not even including the scoring and the rebounding stats, which are the two things that you basically want out of power forward. So anybody, if I'm going to pay up for anybody in this game, I'm not too worried about the injury. He seems to think he's fine. He's saying, he, you know, it's no big deal. I'm going to play through it. So I definitely like Draymond Green and his matchup against Houston here. Uh, a couple other guys that I'm looking at. Uh, you mentioned John Lohr before. Um, he's somebody who's been putting up another, you know, good numbers. He had 6x, 6x, 5.5x, you know, 30-plus fantasy points in his last three games. Price is starting to come up, but he's still below $6,000. So a guy that's going to get me over 30 fantasy points but below $6,000, definitely somebody you have to look at in cash and GPP. And I agree with you. I don't know what the deal is with Markeith Morris. I don't know when he is or isn't going to be back. And I don't know how much time he's going to play even when he is. You've seen them already starting to sit the guys like Tyson Chandler and all that, the old the old guys uh, as Josh had uh, alluded to before. So I think that this is another good spot for, for him as well. Um, you also have Ersan Ilyasova. He's been up in his minutes. He's up around the you know 30-minute mark over his last five or six games right now. And with those games, he's been able to put up you know 5x, 6x, 5x, 7x, um, you know 30, 25 to 35 fantasy points. So I think he's another guy that you got to look at at a price of 5k or below over on DraftKings. And then um, the last guy I want to mention is somebody who's a little bit of a flyer, and we actually talked about him in the season long, and that's John Henson. Uh, four of his last six starts, he's gone six x or six and a half x or better. So the fact that he's only about four thousand dollars right now, and to go six and a half x or better, he only needs to get you twenty five, twenty six fantasy points. You know, he's not playing big minutes; he's playing twenty two, twenty five minutes a game. But if he's been able to put up twenty, twenty five fantasy points in that time, you know, he's giving you the value that you need out of him as well. So he's another viable option. Definitely a lot riskier. Probably only somebody I'd use in a tournament. But I think those are probably most of the guys that I'm looking at the power forward spot for today. Yeah, I'm I'm with all of those plays there as well. I just a side note to Draymond Green, who's always an awesome play, um, and it's in a great spot against. We talked about how bad uh, the power forward position is with Houston and giving up 
uh, more fantasy points than anybody in the league, more than the Sixers or, or the Kings or Hornets or Mavericks, um, to opposing power forwards. So that's as good of a spot that you can pick for Draymond Green, particularly if we know or we think we know that Seth Curry could really miss the, the next two games with his calf injury. So he he's going to be expected to shoulder extra load here as well. I can't pull myself at least away for in GPPs from, from Brow and the spot against the LA Clippers. We also talked about... You know, if you think the Houston Rockets power forward situation is a mess, at least they know who's playing at that that position. You tell me who's supposed to start against the, you know, arguably the best power forward in the game uh, in Anthony Davis, top five player there as well. They're going to roll Ma Ba Mute out there. You know, they're going to try to ask Paul Pierce to guard him, you know, for some extra minutes at the four. It's an absolute mess overall. And I could see just some 50 point upside between, you know, him and like they, they have. This is how the depth chart shakes out. Josh Smith, who's getting DMPCD, Bob Mute, who's starting, Cole Aldridge, and Wesley Johnson are the power forwards listed on this roster right now. This is an absolute mess overall. So I could see a lot of um, opportunity for uh, Anthony Davis to just make some serious hay in there and, you know, maybe hit 50 or 60 point mark um, in, you know, and still, uh, you know, cheaper than he has been early on in the season. The high watermark was 10.8K. He come up with that 10.5K and only scored 36 fancy points. So I don't see DraftKings really adjusting the price much further upward, despite the fact that it's a really good matchup. So I just wanted to throw that out there uh, before we move forward. All right, let's go ahead and put a bow on the show at the center position here, Benny, and talk about your top options here for Thursday. You know, the center position's a little bit tough for me. I don't think I want to spend up for a guy like Drummond, although I don't hate his matchup against Minnesota at a high pace. I also don't think I want to spend up for Towns on the other side, although he's been putting up good numbers in that matchup with Drummond because he could wind up in foul trouble. Uh, DeAndre Jordan is a viable option. We know New Orleans has really, really been bad against the center position. Um, With no Blake, you expect a little bit of an uptake for DeAndre, although I think people kind of overvalue that because he's not really a scorer, so it's not like he's going to be the guy picking up the scoring, but he will pick up a few extra rebounds probably, um, you know, without Blake Griffin in there. So I do think he gets a little bit of an uptick. He's probably my top option on the day. Other than that, I'm probably looking at some of these cheaper guys, um, depending on the injury news. So, you know, we know that Festus Azili is probably out, so I think that does mean a few more minutes for Bogut. Um, I think they're going to need Bogut to go up against uh, Dwight Howard in this one. So I think that it's a pretty good spot to um, expect Bogut to play a few more minutes than he normally does. I also think Howard on the other side of that game, you know it's going to be a high-paced game. You know, we talked about no Steph Curry, and if that's the case, it, it could be a good chance that this game stays a little bit closer. You know, Howard had a huge game in his last one. I think he put up 50 fantasy points uh, in his last game out. So he's somebody you got to look at, especially because his price is still pretty cheap. I think he was below seven, um, yeah, below seven thousand dollars for that game. So if you can get him that cheap, he's a viable option as well. Uh, I don't really like Gorgie Dang. I know you're not a huge fan of him either, so we'll keep him off the radar. You know, Enos Cantor has been a, a a pretty solid like punt option that you can look at. I also really like Myers Leonard as a as a cheap punt option. He's still rent down around like only four thousand dollars. And he's starting to get more minutes than Mason Plumley. And if you remember at the beginning of the year, I mean, Myers Leonard was the starter. He lost his starting spot to Plumley, And now it looks like his minutes are starting to tick back up where he's playing a few more minutes than Plumley. And if you look at what he's given you in his last three games, he was 3,700. I expect him to come up to at least 4K, if not more, for this game. And you're looking at 25, 26, and 35 fantasy points in his last three, which is good enough for six and a half, seven, and nine and a half times his value. So guys that can give you that kind of return, especially for that cheap, or guys that you need to have on your roster, 
So those are pretty much the guys that I'm looking at. Um, also, I don't know if I mentioned, but if uh, Terrence Jones is out, I think you can roll with Clint Capella again because he's probably the guy who benefits the most from Terrence Jones being out because he'll see the extra minutes. He put up a double-double last game with uh, you know, him out. I know it's a tough matchup with Draymond Green for him, but I still think that he's cheap enough that he's a viable option as well. Yeah, so you know what? You just cherry pick the two favorite guys on my on my, my list here too. Enos Cantor, take a look at this price tag payoff in the past four games: eight point one, seven point nine, seven point six, seven point seven. All under five k. The price rose throughout that 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 price point there. No less than thirty three fancy points on DraftKings in that span. And I didn't even mention two games back before that did throw up a dud against the Clippers. Um, but he goes for 42 fancy points at 4,400 and 9.6x. So absolute monster. Best stretch of, of the season for him overall. Going to have some definite exposure to Enos Cantor. And then you take a look at Mason uh, Myers uh, Leonard that you mentioned there as well. Even cheaper. Price at 3,700. Scored 34.75 points with 16 and 11. Got the double-double bonus with four trays. And paid off 9.3 times his price tag against Sack, which is pretty sick overall. And the two games before that, 7x and 6.5x and with 24-25 fancy points. So he really only needs 25 fancy points for you to be a solid GPP option. And then everything else after that is GPP and cash gravy. So I love both of those plays for Thursday's action. I'm going to have a definite exposure in those two spots as opposed to paying up and saving my money for some other of the top options that we mentioned. All right, that is going to wrap it up for the picks. And now we have to talk about Wix. What are we talking about with Wix? We're talking about Wix.com here, Benny. So if you need a website, why not do it yourself with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix has something for you. Used by more than 70 million people worldwide, Wix.com makes it easy for your website to become live today you don't need to uh, get the word out uh, you need to get the word out, out about your business it all starts with a stunning website and with hundreds of designer made customizable templates to choose from the drag and drop editor even video backgrounds there's no coding needed you don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful you can do it yourself with wix.com wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day so when you're running your own business you're bound to be busy too busy too busy worrying about your budget or scheduling appointments are too busy to build a website for your business and because you're too busy it has to be easy and that's where wix.com comes in wix.com it's easy and free go to wix.com right now to create your own website today the results will be stunning all right benny uh that's gonna wrap it up for the thursday show any other last thoughts any last comments here anything else you want to mention before we head on out of here no, just uh, tell everybody out there, you know, have a happy new year. Thank you guys for, uh, you know, listening to Josh and I throughout the year, whether it was baseball or basketball or, you know, NFL football season. We, uh, you know, we appreciate it. It was a, a really good year, first year uh, for the DFS pod, and hopefully we can keep it going in the future and, uh, you know, keep having the same success. So thank you guys and have a happy new year. And, uh, you know, we'll see you all in 2016. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate all the uh, positive comments and all the great listeners. Thanks for sticking with us, riding us, riding with us, and we're going to keep it going in 2016 uh, right on down the line. So we definitely appreciate that. I hope you guys all have a happy and safe uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And we'll be back here on New Year's. We're not taking any days off. We're back there on the grind with New Year's Day action on the Friday edition of the Worldwide DFS podcast available on iTunes Stitcher for your down and convenience. Check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Send all your comments and questions and complaints to me on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next year.
They're gonna kill the love of my life. Casey! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.